welcome ladies and gentlemen welcome welcome to another episode of this summertime and flavor in your ear and today we're gonna kick it off special it's a new episode obviously we haven't put nothing out in a few weeks a few weeks to a month or whatnot but this is gonna be a special one this is gonna be a special one so i got a good friend one that i connected with years ago and just happened to reconnect and i think we've been vibing on a platonic wave and we've been having great conversation recently so i'm like listen let's go ahead and put a podcast together and so i got the luxurious jasmine with me coming all the way from indiana and so um show love to her everybody welcome jasmine to the podcast jasmine how you doing today hey i am well um i'm excited to be on this platform um i honestly haven't done anything like this before and a lot of this will be new information uh, about myself that i'm speaking on for the first time so i'm looking forward to it thanks for having me Drew. no I, I appreciate you i appreciate you wanting to be on this platform and even giving it a chance and being this is your first one so shout out to that and yo let's get these people a good episode tonight so i want to ask you um how are you doing today first and foremost um today is better if i'm being honest today is better than the last couple of days um what's been going on earlier man life um, yeah, I feel that. <laughs> uh, in more words, uh, I've been I've experienced like a death in the family. Mm. This is honest. Like honestly, we weren't supposed to get into this, but um, yeah, like death has been like been like occurring a lot this year for my family and I, family and friends, and it's just a process of like accepting and feeling the emotion and trying not to hold on to the emotion. Um, so I feel like uh, today has been better than the last couple of days. So I've kind of like got the chance to spend some time alone and just relax and vibe out by myself, which has been very good. Um, so yeah, like, you know, good. I'm sorry to hear that for you. So my condolences to you and your family and, you know, it's always tough having death become close, you know? So I, I feel like a lot of people can relate. It has been a tough year for a lot of people. Um, and so, yeah, my condolences. I'm glad you're doing better today though. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. So let's let's make sure that we let's make sure that we keep it light then. Let's make sure that we have fun and just keep it simple. And then, you know, I think what we meant to do this podcast about was to get into some different things. This is gonna touch into the more feminine side, touched my more women based audience. You know, I wanted to bring this episode together because Jasmine is a new mother. Um, and I want you to describe that. Describe your journey into motherhood. Yes. 
motherhood. Um, so when it comes to motherhood, there's so many emotions that can be described. Um, if you know, you know. Um, man, becoming a mother was interesting to say the least. So I honestly feel like women become mothers the okay so women become mothers before even before birth like as the baby is growing Mm. i believe that we are mothers because we're growing the baby for nine months um like we're feeling everything that the baby is doing uh we're connected to the baby so yeah, I definitely believe that um, we're mothers long before the first day that we actually meet the baby. Um, what is that feeling and, like? Do you feel it? Do you feel your baby growing inside you? Like, is there just like a deeper connection that, like, because I don't know, you know, and I haven't experienced <laughs> it. So I'm like, I'm asking from someone that's just completely curious. Like, that's, it's wild watching that process. Yes, it's very wild. So, um, yes, like, okay, so pregnancy lasts 10 months, almost 10 months, or like 40 weeks. So 40 weeks is considered 10 months in the birthing world. Um, And I believe it was like week 21, that I experienced like the baby like moving and at the beginning move the baby moving felt like honestly it felt like either butterflies or like your stomach is like going through digestion so it's kind of hard to distinct whether it's you know like the bubble guts or something or Mm -hmm. the baby but obviously you'll know if you know, you didn't eat anything crazy and you're super excited because it's like, oh, the baby just moved for the first time. And it's like, it's very surreal because I mean, like you have a, like you're two, per- you're two people at once and you experienced that for nine months, which is almost a year. Like, think about that. Like, yeah. and I know y'all don't have the pleasure of, like men don't have the pleasure of um, growing children, but man, it's it's definitely an amazing experience. Is it a stressful experience? Are you do you? I mean, do you go about your day different? Is it, are you more aggravated? Are you more protective? Why are you going through that that journey? Like, what what are the things that you experienced? Ah. Uh. It's, okay, so honestly, when it comes to emotions, it's so hard to des- describe to me because it goes, it's up and down. It's like your hormones are constantly rising, like through, through each trimester, and you're experiencing like everything. Me personally, I was super sensitive to just 
Okay, I think in general, like, I can be a sensitive person at times. Um, but in pregnancy, like, just super sensitive to the smallest things, like the things that, you know, probably people would say or even smell. Um, yeah, it's, emotions were crazy. Like, I experienced um, a lot of, like, tears during my pregnancy which was very weird for me because in general I'm not like a huge crier so like crying like all the time that was like crazy so it was just like experiencing a new me and that made me like I'm like oh my goodness like I'm so ready to have this baby because these emotions are like taking over me. So it's kind of hard to just balance out at times. But um, there were a few exercises that I did to kind of like come back into that balanced state of mind, which were like yoga and meditation and um, like visualization exercises, which they call hypnobirthing. Mm. So yeah, talk about it. And what you say? I said talk about it. Okay, hypnobirthing was really cool. Um, and if I remember correctly, I did this exercise where um, I sat down, uh, relaxed my mind, and closed my eyes, and there were there was this um, like sound that like did the like calm relaxation sounds and then there also was like a recorded person speaking and they were like telling me to or telling the listeners to visualize certain things so the recording that I was listening to it had me visualizing that I was like in a jungle and um like there were trees around and I was in a bunch of nature and it's like imagine you hearing like a bird making you know the bird sound that birds do or imagine like you're walking it was very like specific like imagine you're walking through like a green forest and you see all these beautiful trees around and then you come up on a waterfall so it was like super uh, specific on what on visualization and if you like I swear if you try this like you have to focus but you'll be amazed at how your mind how you can like visualize something and how it actually relaxes the mind and the body Mm, interesting um yeah Yeah. have you ever heard of hypnobirthing I know you probably heard of hypnotized um no i have never heard of hypnobirthing i definitely heard hypnot oh my goodness hypnotization if that's what i'm trying to say um yeah i've definitely heard of like being hypnotized i guess you know meditating and visualizing stuff to a point where you're like somewhere else I, i have a hard time trying to do it but definitely respect those who can hold on so you tried being hypnotized before oh hell no uh-uh i just meditated i thought i thought that was kind of <laughs> like the same thing 
no. So I know you've seen on TV, like, you know, there's a person that, like, said, that talks to you and they have you, you know, like, sitting down with your eyes closed and, like, imagine this and imagine that. Uh-huh. Like, a like a person is hypnotizing Hi- you. Yeah, hypnotist. Okay. So it's. I feel like it's kind of, like, the same, but you're... I guess it's not a physical person. It's just a person, um, you know, a sound recording. Oh, okay. How often yes. would you do this? Um, I feel like I I did this one time, but the one time I did it, it, it was like a 30-minute session. Hmm. Yeah, I think that, that definitely helped me, like, um... Yeah, I feel like I was fine after that. Like, I've been like, my daily practice of yoga that kind of, like, helped. Well, I mean, it helped a lot uh, through, like, breathing, um, meditation. That definitely helped, like, calm my mind. And also, it helped prepare the body for birth. Interesting. Yeah. So, so like... Are you... Oh, okay. Are you? Do you ever? Have you ever done yoga? Yeah, yeah. I've done. I didn't dabble with it a little bit. I think wow, I. I think I did. I think experience. I did some of it yesterday. If I'm not mistaken, I did something called like a mobility stretch. And I mean, the guy said it's like a mixture of yoga. Yo, like yoga and exercise, right? Or it's, just yoga and stretching. Uh, I mean, I wasn't like. Like, I wasn't standing up with my arms in the air. I was more so, like, stretching. Okay, so yoga is basically, like, a lot of different poses. So you don't necessarily have to have your arms up. Um, Yoga is honestly, like, yeah, yoga is just a bunch of stretches. But in yoga, they call them poses. Mm. So I think a lot of people are introduced to yoga. Even when we're young, we're, like, taught to stretch. But we don't necessarily call it yoga. We just call it stretching. But yoga is definitely stretching. stretching. Like the more you do it, the more you kind of stretch your muscles into specific poses and you just increase your um, your flexibility. Mm. So you can say you did some yoga yesterday. I did a little. I dabble with it. I did a little some some. I wanted. Okay, so you're talking about a mobility stretch. Have you ever? For real, did like I'm gonna look up a yoga or been with someone and like okay we're gonna do yoga or I'm gonna follow a video or been to a yoga class. I I've never been to a yoga class. I've done P90X and they got like a yoga thing, and so I did that. It's like thirty minutes. Uh, so I've I've definitely done it before, but not in now around other people and not like in a class session. It was always just like in front of a TV screen by myself. Yeah. And you said, what's the, what's the video that you done it on? Uh, remember them P90X workouts? Mm, those are like ancient or something. Yeah, like. that's back in the day. <laughs> I had to go into the archives, the old DVDs for that one. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yes, I, I honestly don't see a lot of men doing yoga, but yoga is for men and women. Mm. Um, I'm not sure. I don't want to tell people the wrong thing, 
but yoga is an ancient practice. Ooh. And Ooh. I know when people like talk about Buddha, that Buddha and yoga are kind of like, can be like intertwined. Right. I'm not going to speak too much about uh, Buddha because I'm not, you know, familiar with a lot of information, but um, Buddha, I believe, is a male, so I think that's interesting enough to oh. say that men men could, you know, used to, men can do yoga too. Men used to do it back in the day. Somehow we got yeah. away from it. I, I, I feel, think a lot. No, keep going. I'm sorry. <laughs> I think it's more so like a lot of people think it's a women's thing, but when, I mean, men can shy away from it. I got, I got a few homies, um, or a few, like I, I have a few friends since I moved to California, um, that do it. And but before I came to California, I didn't know any guys doing it. So I guess it's just you know, I guess it's spreading. I guess more guys are accepting of it. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, that's cool. But that's different. And like speaking on doing things different, I wanted to like get even back into your pregnancy. Like you had a home birth, which I feel in today's day, you see that happening more so maybe on social media, but it's kind of like it's still an anomaly. And I don't see many women taking the chance to go out and do that, Um, maybe for different reasons. Do you mind describing that experience? Um, okay. So before we get into the, my home birth, I do want to say that I believe that life prepares the woman for pregnancy way before. And when I say way, maybe like a year before in my experience, life prepared me for my pregnancy almost a year before I gave birth. Um, Man, it was so crazy because, like, the journey that I was on before I became pregnant was, like, super spiritual um, because that was the first year that I had started gardening. And... um, that whole experience was just like helped me connect back to myself. Mm. So with that being said, that's definitely what one wants to do when, um, you know, when kids like growing a baby, uh, you just want to kind of dive deep within yourself to instill that confidence that your body for like all bodies, all of the bodies have been doing this since, you know, humans became, the humans were on earth. So we just have to remember that like our body knows how to birth. Um, and that leads me into talking about my home birth. Um, mm. So again, before I got pregnant, me and my partner, we'll kind of talk about uh, children and, you know, our goals and what we might want to do um, if I became pregnant. So 
the topic of the conversation was home birth. Like we were sure that we wanted to try a home birth. Um, and then we were lucky enough to have two women that inspired us even more. Uh, a good friend of mine had a home birth and then his sister also had a home birth. So we were like, okay, like the universe literally like does what it needs to do. Like people make choices around you to inspire you and kind of help you learn from those situations. Um, and that's definitely what I did. Um, so witnessing those two women, like birth their babies at home, um, it was something that I learned from. And like I said, inspired me to do the same. Um, so yeah, when I first got pregnant, I knew instantly that I wanted to home birth. Um, I did continue to go to my regular doctor's appointment. Um, and was your doctor for it or was your doctor like player hating trying to be like, no, nah, I don't do that. And it's so funny that you asked that because home birth and, you know, hospitals are like two completely different like outlooks. And then there's a middle, I guess there's a middle ground where uh, home birth meets the hospital. Um, but my doctor was not for it. And that makes 100% sense because uh, doctors are, I mean, a lot of doctors care about you, but they try a lot to get of doctors paid. are also. Yeah. They try to get that money. The money. They want that money. <laughs> they want the money. Yeah, and that's fine because that's the that's the route that they chose to take uh medical, you know, which I'm not going to say that it's 100% wrong because people have issues that you can't just fix at home. True. Um very true. But yeah, my doc I, I told my doctor which probably wasn't the best idea cuz I knew that he probably would try to persuade me. Um, but, which he did. But I still chose to, you know, believe in myself and trust that, you know, that I could do it. That, you know, like I said, our bodies were made to birth. It's not like, it's not something that you have to, like, it's not something that, like my mind has to it's not it's not really like I don't know it's hard to describe it's like learning about the body it literally does birthing for you like the body grows your baby and like you don't have to do any of the work other than like take you know you want to be you know take those nutrients that your body needs um and be conscious about that but it's literally like the womb like grows the baby and then your muscles um, and your uterus and your like pelvic muscles literally contract. You've probably heard of contractions, right? Yeah. Um, so like, yeah, like your body contracts, which means it opens and closes to push the baby out. So learning that is just like, it's like the biggest thing because you have to tell your mind my body was made to do this and um 
when you're in that stage of okay, this baby is about to come, you just you have to relax your mind and let your body take its course, if that makes sense to you. That's interesting. So on the day, um, yeah, it was it was a really it was a really good experience. Uh, I had an experience planned out in my mind that I wanted to happen, and it didn't happen exactly how I wanted it to. But it was a great experience because um, my baby was healthy. Um, I had support, and it was fairly fast. So. I feel like those are like the top three things that I wanted to happen and they did. So I will forever be grateful for that life changing experience. Um, and was your partner in the tub yeah. with you? Huh? Was your partner? In you the, was your partner in the tub with you? So I didn't burst the baby in water. I burst on land. Oh shit! Oh damn! I know. Dang! I didn't know you could do that. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a water burst. And then there's land birth, and I did on land, and um, yeah, I did. Uh, if you don't mind me asking, to, like, what kind of land? Like, was it was it on the couch? Uh, no, just on the. I kind of was did like a knee position, like where I nailed beside the bed. So it was kind of like a squat position, which is really good for birthing. Because yeah. it allows the baby to, um, uh, allows gravity to assist your body to pull the baby down, other than lying on your back, which kind of slows down the process. So anything like that gravity uh, can kind of assist you, any position that gravity can assist you um, in, which like kind of helps the baby to come faster, is a great position. And so somebody just um, stood underneath it, underneath you, and like with their arms out just to catch to catch the baby. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, I'm not gonna go too much into my birth yeah, story, yeah, but yeah, we, you know, <laughs> it was about a few pushes, and Koa was born. That's my son's name, Koa. So, Koa, Koa. Shout out to Koa for blessing yeah, he this was earth. A, Yes, she was amazing. Like, she, uh, the baby plays a huge part in the process, too. So, you know, when the baby is ready to come out, they will come out. So it was it was lovely. It was beautiful. It was, um, you know, like I said, I just feel truly blessed to have, to be able to have been able to experience that. Um, and, yeah, kind of be that person to, yeah, be the first person in my family and I guess in my generation I'm sure years and years ago that other family members have done it of course there weren't hospitals back then so someone in the family has done it before but yeah I feel lucky to have been that person to kind of break that cycle of birthing in the hospital well you just brought it back to the roots like you said I know in ancient times like in Kemet there's like hieroglyphics of the woman squatting 
and giving birth and you can see it on like cave drawings um back in africa and and throughout ethiopia and stuff in, in those and stuff in those different regions so it's very it's very interesting being that we got away from that um my last question on this though were there any shots involved like any epidurals or did you just like really just do it all 100 percent completely natural so, um, I did it completely natural. Uh, I do want to say that I had a doula present and a doula is like a birth support person, which can, which you can have in the hospital as well. Like you're birthing in a hospital, you can have a doula, which is a very good person to have with you because they advocate for your rights. Um, and that's one of the most important things for someone to do if you're not able to do yourself uh, when you are pregnant and expecting a baby. Um, a lot of women, a lot of us in general don't know our rights in the hospital, whether you're a man or a woman, um, pregnant or not pregnant. Uh, doctors tend to kind of, I'm not even going to say kind of, they do tend to to, um, uh, there's always a doctor that um, they they just want to kind of like they want you to do things they they insist that you do procedures in the hospital um, or at a doctor's visit and more so the doula is there to make sure you're being ask if you would like to do this procedure other than the doctor insisting let's do this procedure they should be asking would you like to do this am i able to you know do this procedure or whatever it is um the doula is awesome um like i said i had a doula to support uh me and my birth um, and then there's also midwives in home birth, which are the ones who do, um, I think everything that a doctor does, like they do the clinical side of home birth and you can have a midwife um, in, at, in the hospital and at home, which most people do and it's the safest route to take. Um, but me personally, I didn't have a doula. So doulas aren't able to do anything clinical. And I just wanted to clarify that because, no, I didn't have any um, epidurals, no pain relaxers, anything, because doulas aren't um, certified to do any of that. It's illegal here in Indiana. Um, so, yeah, it was 100% natural. And it was an experience that uh, I will never forget. <laughs> hmm. That's some real strength on your part. I mean, I mean, to just to keep it. Light. I have a question. All right. Have you? What's the closest that you've been to a birth? Have you ever been in the room, or what? If not, what's the closest that you've been to a birth? Um, really, just when I got popped out in 1995 <laughs> in Inglewood, California. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Centinella Hospital. (laughs) 
That's okay, the... so you told me you told me before that you're not you're the oldest sibling. Yep. So what do you remember about your other siblings being born? My brother, he was a preemie. So I remember when he was born, he couldn't come home for like two, three weeks or whatever. So I remember going to the hospital and we would visit him frequently. And, you know, just kind of like I was like six. So like stand by there and, um, you know, give him gifts and stuff like that. Give him teddy bears when he was still in the hospital. That's probably my only memory. Um, I have a younger I have two younger sisters one of them, she was born in California, and I don't think we were we weren't living in California when she was born. I think this my my dad's daughter, so I think we came and visit, and she was still like very like preemie by the time she was already like here. And then my sister, I have another younger sister in Tennessee. I don't remember her birth. Like, I just remember her being, like, my, really my earliest memory of her is just when she was, like, like a little worm coming home and stuff. Like, I don't remember being in the hot, maybe we, I maybe, I I can't remember being in the hospital. I'm sure we went. I'm sure we went, but those are probably my only experiences with, with birth, honestly. That's interesting, though, um, because I, I feel like a lot of us don't like we do, we don't remember those early stages. If it was like a sibling or a cousin or maybe a friend who had a baby, like it's it's always kind of hard to remember like those first moments. Um, but I think those first moments are very special. Now that I've had my own, um, I would like to say that before I had my own, I didn't even have the opportunity to become an aunt. Um, I never was interested in babies, babysitting, any of that. So everything has been new for me. Um, didn't even remember, you know, like really holding a baby that, or wanting to hold a baby that has just been born. But man, like it is such an experience kind of like holding and being in contact with a baby that's one day to a week old um, because you're, you know, you're looking at this life that was just in another realm. Like all they knew was sound and, you know, their mother's voice, father's voice, the music, like sounds of the world. Um, But they were in the womb, like, Submerged in water, so it's like it's crazy to just kind of, you know, just witness a small child. Yeah, I never looked at it like that. Thinking about, um, I never consider how I don't remember my siblings being born. So that is interesting. That's when life happens. We remember death, but like when life happens, it's like, how is that? Not a memory that I can replay in my head. So, no, that's interesting. For sure. That's a great question that you asked. <laughs> I love how we started off with death and now transition to life. Like, it's always look at, look as above, that. so below. Look at a that. A great balance. For real. Everything's about balance. 
What's good, everybody? Thank you for tuning into another great episode of Flavoring Your Ear. This one was amazing. One for the books. A conversation with Jasmine. Part one of a two-part series. We got much more to go. A lot more conversation to have. And we just wanted to break it up for you guys this time. So, if you enjoyed this episode, go on, like, comment, subscribe to the podcast. And go on, follow me on IG. That is enjoy. E-N-J-O-Y dot flavor F-L-A-V-R on IG Also follow the personal account at Matt Drewop And while you at it, go and follow Jasmine at Matt Jazz So M-C-J-A-Z underscore You can also follow her creative page Where she makes holistic soaps At Exhamoramated X-S-H-A-M M-A-D-E-I-T. Check us out for part two coming soon.